0: So I asked 20 people their thoughts concerning vulnerability as well as why they think most people hold back as well as themselves and the following are some of the responses that they gave me. Fear of being misunderstood, fear of being judged, fear of being taken advantage of, fear of being discriminated against or being criticized as well as um not being assured if the person was going to disappoint them, if they're going to stay in their lives for a long period of time. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Chicha Chills with G. My name is Grace and I'm super excited that you decided to drop by. This is where we get to talk all things life, relationships, faith health book reviews and all that amazing stuff. Now, I'm very excited to mention that today's episode is brought to you uh, by Lipet Honey. All right. So if you are in Zambia and in Osaka to be specific and you are looking for that pure, healthy and organic honey, be sure to call them on plus 260-955-022818 or email them at uh, lipet at work at gmail.com. Let's get straight into today's episode. Alright, so as heard from the introduction, in today's episode, we will be looking at vulnerability. Now, from close up, we all have those Nasty habits, you know flaws and things that just aren't as nice or appealing Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about now (laughs) We often want to look perfect and put together So we strive to actually look normal and composed as a result. We tend to not be open because when we think of being vulnerable You know, we think of it as weakness and with that thought often comes emotions of anxiety, shame, uh, panic and fear. Now, I'll I'll give you this example, All right, Um, An example is fear of telling someone I love you because we are often afraid of their reaction or their rejection. You know, we don't know how they're going to react, if they're going to accept our love or if they're going to reject our love. Another one is the unwillingness to expose a certain habit, you know, because people's opinions of us might change. So there's shame in exposing certain habits and certain things that we feel as people. So apart from feeling shame, fear, anxiety, and panic, what else actually keeps us from stepping into vulnerability? What keeps us from opening up in general? So, one of those things that I believe actually keeps us from opening up is the idea of perfectionism. Now, we want to look like we have everything put together, you know, like we have it all figured out. And as a result, the fear of making mistakes, you know, uh, failing to meet people's expectations and being criticized um by other people actually keeps us from being open well we, we we want we want to look like we have our love lives you know and gym routines under control but well the reality is that they are non-existent okay <laughs> they're dead like your love life is probably in ICU or your your gym routine has no pulse you know it's not breathing there's no life but then we want the world to look at us as perfect you know this whole idea of of perfectionism in today's generation uh, I believe is keeping us from being open you know and as a result um, we end up holding back because we just want people to have this persona of us but then one thing um, that uh, researchers have come to conclude is that perfectionism is correlated with depression, anxiety, addiction, as well as missed opportunities because we are afraid of accepting what is real and we actually hold on to an ideal. You know, we we hold on to how we would like things to be. We hold on to what our life wants us what we want our life rather to look like rather than accepting you know what our lives are actually looking like in the moment so we we won't really talk much on on perfectionism because i believe it can be an episode on its own okay so moving on another thing that I believe contributes to our lack of vulnerability is cynicism now a cynical person often believes everyone is just out to get them you know when you are a cynic you don't really trust because you think everyone is looking out for their own interests now I can't really blame you in today's world because there's so much badness you know there's so much evil and so it's very easy to be cynical and and to not trust people because of uh, the bad days we are living in now and so i believe that's one of the reasons that keep people from being open and being vulnerable now keeping in mind that there are other multiple reasons why uh, people choose not to be vulnerable I'll just mention the last two, you know for the sake of time, you know nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's like way beyond 30 minutes or more, okay? So uh, for the sake of time, I will uh, mention numbing and intellectualism as my last reasons, okay? So you can actually do your own research and you know, look up videos and articles and stuff like that. So numbing is what we, we do when we don't want to allow ourselves to feel you know and this often leads to denial um when you go to the dentist um, they inject uh, a certain medicine into your gums and as a result you, you don't feel anything it's just numb so it's easy for them to pull out your tooth and stuff like that and that's what we do as human beings you know when we feel pain when we feel anger when we just feel different emotions we tend to numb them, you know, and as a result, we don't allow ourselves to be open about how we feel. Some of the numbing mechanisms include drinking alcohol or drinking whatsoever, you know, um, eating like no one is watching. You know how your boss just pieces you off and ugh, you, you just <laughs> you just feel like killing someone, okay? You just feel like struggling somewhere. So you end, up, you end up ordering a very big amount of, of, of food, and you just eat your way through through the pain and through the anger. So that's what numbing does. You know, you, you prevent yourself. You you want to prevent yourself from feeling. Apart from drinking and eating like no one is watching, some people opt for impulsive shopping. You know, uh, others even indulge in in sexual activities. You know, uh, just because somebody was rejected by someone they like, um, to vent that out, you know, they will go to hookers, maybe not even hookers sometimes, you know, and, um, uh, medication is also a big, big thing that most people run through today to actually numb pain. Okay. But then like Dr. Brené Brown puts it, we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb pain, we numb joy. So another, or rather an example I gave of something that we use to numb our emotions is medication. So what happens is someone feels low, someone feels down. They'll end up taking antidepressants, you know, in medication to just help them go to, to bed and stuff like that. So they will go to bed. But then once they wake up, the feeling is worse, you know, than they felt before they actually went to bed. Because now it's not only um, you facing your reality again, but then it's also coming to a realization that. What you thought will actually keep the pain away did not work. So now you are beating yourself up on top of also feeling your pain. Now, when it comes to intellectualism, um, you pretty much exercise the intellect at the expense of emotions. As a result, most intellects tend to be rational rather than emotional hence the difficulty for them to to open up so we could go about intellectualism and anti-intellectualism but then it's it's a broad topic you know and we don't really have all day you know so you could also look that up as well so i mentioned some of the reasons why people hold back being numbing and intellectualism um I also mentioned, um, you know, people wanting to be perfect, you know, wanting to be seen a certain way by other people, wanting to stand out, wanting society to view them in a certain way and all that stuff. So the few things I have mentioned are in addition to fear, you know, anxiety, shame and uh, stuff like that all right so with that said let's move on to the reasons why you should consider opening up more and how now the first reason i will give is that opening up or being vulnerable actually strengthens connections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now if you know i think you've you've also noticed you know that the more we 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 open up the closer you know we get with people and um that the more we put up barriers and wars, the more we actually build a prison for ourselves. And as a result, we are locking ourselves out. You know, we are locking other people, rather, out. And so this just comes in between growth and, you know, strengthening of connections and relations between people, okay? So vulnerability strengthens connections it also brings about true belonging you know true belonging emanates from a place of of vulnerability and it actually allows you to create a support group i'm reading this awesome book called um it's called open yeah called open um okay we will be doing some some book reviews and all the other amazing stuff later on but yo the book is is god okay the book is really amazing uh the author talks about um accountability and he mentions how accountability works in line with vulnerability so you can't have uh, a support network you can't have accountability without you being vulnerable Now, when we think of accountability, we think of it as, oh, okay, I'm imprisoning myself to these people, you know, and all that stuff. They're getting into my business and blah and blah. But then um, the author talks about how accountability is you making a support network, you know, and we can't form those support networks without us being vulnerable. So, yeah, yeah, yeah moving on (laughs) um opening up also humanizes you you know in the eyes of others and it makes you approachable as an individual because people get to see to say okay this person also struggles you know this person goes through crazy times as well they are not they're not a god you know they are not um they are not superhuman in short you know, we all have weaknesses. We all have those days when mm-mm, things things are just not working, okay? Think things are just going to the left and they're not working. And so when people are able to see that aspect to you, people are able to respect you as well because they, they know to see you experience the same emotions and they can relate to you as well. Um... When it comes to sharing testimonies as, as a Christian, I feel like um, it, it it also brings, you know, the human approach. Um, what, am I, what am I trying to say? It also makes it easy for people to approach you because when you share your testimony, people are able to be like, okay, she's been through this, you know. Um, she, she's experienced this. She's also human and, and stuff like that. So another thing that makes it difficult for people to relate with us christians especially is that we try to be perfect you know we want to look like we have everything together and stuff like that but then if we also bring out you know our difficulties we also bring out our struggles it's easy for people to relate to us because they can be like okay you know we go through similar things with this person but they have faith and so let me let me give their faith a try you know yeah, yeah. So moving on, uh, being vulnerable also helps you to make peace with troubling memories from your past. Now, uh, one thing most of us don't want to do is confront our past because maybe it hurts us, maybe it makes us, um, maybe it brings anger, you know. And so we just generally avoid uh, going back to the past. But then when you're vulnerable with yourself you know and vulnerable with other people and you are able to look at your past and learn from your past okay because when I was just looking at our past for the sake of for for the sake of drama you know <laughs> okay no one does that but then when we look at our past it should be to learn something from there and so being vulnerable takes you to a place where you are able to be at peace with your past you know uh i've had instances where i have shared my past with certain people and i've come to a place whereby i am open to talk about it now because it's it's no longer like a very heavy thing you know you 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 know it's it's not as heavy because i can freely talk about it now because i was able to be vulnerable with myself and uh with other people as well so Apart from that, being open will also teach you to appreciate the quirks that make you that make you unique as a person. Now, there's different um, struggles that we have. Some people, it's acceptance of their physical appearance and acceptance of um, disabilities that they have and things like that. When we get to a place of vulnerability where we are able to. Uh, talk to ourselves you know ask ourselves questions where we're able to talk to other people freely express our emotions with other people about how we feel uh with our bodies with our disabilities and stuff like that i believe that makes it an open space for you to for you to be free and to embrace who you are in general you know for example if you don't feel comfortable or if you don't really like um, maybe your nose (laughs) and you're in a place where you can freely talk about that, you know, you can uh, openly talk about how you don't like your nose, at the end of the day, it it helps you embrace who you are because you're like, you know what, I, I can't change this, you know, I can't change this. And when you have the right network with you, like you have the support group with you, it's very easy. It's very easy to, to pull through, okay? Because it helps you accept who you are. You're not just holding it in anymore. Now, finally, okay, uh, vulnerability allows for real change. Now, only, only when we are real and honest about our struggles can we actually get real help. You no, know, when we try to numb what we feel, when we try to hide our pain and things like that, it prevents us from getting to the root of the problem, you know, and what's causing us anger and all these emotions. Uh, I remember reading a story about King Naaman in Second Kings chapter 5. You can actually read that story. This king had leprosy and the whole time he was just covering it up with his armor. There came a time when he had to expose himself. You know, he had to dip in the Jordan River seven times. Now... I don't know if I'm wrong, but I don't think he had to dip in the Jordan River seven times with his full armor on. But then I've I think he had to strip off his armor, you know, to dip into the Jordan River, and that meant he had to expose himself. You know, he had to expose the whole leprosy on his body, and so vulnerability comes with with shame you know vulnerability comes with you stripping stripping yourself of of um of whatsoever pride you have vulnerability comes with you being fully open open and real and you being like okay this is the situation this is what's going down um i i can't continue staying like this you know and so when you are able to just strip off the whole pride and shame and everything and just allow yourself to open up only then will you experience real real change okay now one of the most vulnerable men in the bible is david david was vulnerable okay when you read in psalm 13 1 to 2 uh it talks about uh, how david you know let me just read it to you okay it says how long lord will you forget me forever how long will you hide your face from me how long shall i take counsel in my soul having sorrow in my heart daily how long will my enemy be exalted over me so this expresses depression okay for you to actually question god you yeah you're probably in a place of depression so david was speaking to god openly he was being vulnerable you know Uh, with with God here he was being open and so one other thing that I want to make mention of is that it's very important that we are vulnerable with God before we are vulnerable with people okay because at the end of the day God is our ultimate creator you know and can I just mention how most of our Instagram Facebook and Twitter vulnerability is mostly counterfeit vulnerability yeah i, I will say it's mostly counterfeit vulnerability because it's self-seeking okay we want attention and validation from people you know like oh these dishes you know oh i'm tired of school oh i'm tired. this is this is instagram vulnerability okay um I'm not saying everyone who's vulnerable on, on social media is doing it for attention and validation, but then most of the times we are doing it, we are doing it for validation and attention. Now, real vulnerability actually takes courage. You know, it's being real with someone real. This is what Holly uh, Fertick says. You know, I find it very, very true. You know, it, it, it takes courage. Vulnerability doesn't come easy you know and uh, the more we actually try to fake it hide and pretend that we are okay the more miserable we are bound to be you know the more sad we are bound to be one thing we should understand is that we are social creatures no matter how introverted or extroverted we are at one point or another we are going to need to talk to someone galatians 6 2 says bear one another's burdens." And so fulfill the law of Christ. God knew to say, these people I am making will have bad days. These people I am making will have not so perfect things going on in their lives. And so we're given the instruction to bear one another's burdens. But then how can we bear one another's burdens if we're not open with one another? James 5, 16 also says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Okay. I mean, it it says everything. Like, it says everything. This also brings in the aspect of accountability. You know, you can't push through life without having... People you can talk to without having uh, buddies and people you can just be vulnerable with. It is through vulnerability and openness that we find healing. Okay, Uh, it is also important that we confide in mature, trustworthy individuals. Okay, people we are free with, people we believe in, people we know have our best interests at heart. Because I have seen um other people say oh yes vulnerability is is amazing you know i've seen people embrace vulnerability and just end up regretting at the end of the day because they opened up to the wrong people i have been a culprit of this as well and it's not it's not awesome like it's not amazing (laughs) the most important thing is that i learned from my lesson okay Uh, i learned i learned i learned i learned from it. You don't just go opening up to people. You have to open up to people you trust and People you know have your best interest at heart. Because when we open up to the wrong people, we are opening up ourselves to danger most of the times. Okay? It's either those people are going to take advantage of you, those people are going to attack you, and all those things. Uh, The more we are actually loving and accepting of ourselves, I believe, is actually a way of us opening up to vulnerability you know the more we are accepting of ourselves the more we love on ourselves the easier it will be for us to be open and vulnerable with other people and also before opening up to people you know let's ensure that we pour our hearts to god this is something i mentioned because he is first before any other thing okay and in closing i will say this no man is an island <laughs> you, you thought that was going to come up with some big like thing well, but it's 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 a big saying it's a big saying. oh and if you didn't know that saying is from the late poet and priest john Don. okay no man is an island and so identify people you can trust people who have your best interest at heart and just have open raw, honest conversations with them